Yeah, in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. Good evening, everyone. Uh, as we continue to study the Book of Joshua again, Book of uh, Victory, Book of Power, Book of uh, Encouragement, and Book also of uh, Conviction, as we said last time. How again? How you know Joshua, the leader, right? And he is going on with with his own plans and own strategies, and forgetting and ignoring in a way that there is something wrong in his midst, in his command, in the, under his command. So the idea, again, of as we go on and as we uh, uh, see the, 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 the journey of the people of Israel from, as we said before, from, from ups and downs, from valleys and, uh, and, and hills, uh, you always definitely kind of reflect on ourselves and see where we're at with this. Uh, we, we finished kind of chapter seven last time, which is again we we talked a lot about about the the, the problem, what happened in the in the in the city of Ai, and uh, the punishment and the sin itself. And we we spent some time yes last week, uh, kind of digging into what exactly was the sin of Achan, the son of Carmi. If you remember the 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 few things, you know, starting from uh, the second time the second look remember that we talked about the second look you know he's looking and he's not only looking but he's looking and looking right you know which is the same thing with our thoughts you can have that first thought and can start to let it go or control it or try to uh, divert it or you can take that thought and think again and think again and think again and before you know it it becomes an actual uh, issue if you remember we said like those five steps of uh, the process of the thought before it is actually an action, which is you you you're, you're under the assault of the thought, right? And then you uh, kind of uh, start to play around with the thought itself, and then you give uh, consent to the thought, and then the thoughts start to take over everything and control you, and then it becomes an action. So till that time, you can still have that uh, uh, room and space of uh, blocking and and still diverting that thought before it becomes an action and 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 the the irony of that that all those things happen in just a few seconds right so you're not just gonna sit uh, sitting and 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 waiting and said okay you know what let me see what is the next step no things happen like that right and before you know it either you're out of the woods <laughs> or you are deep into the jungle <laughs> right under attack. So just something to, to, to understand and something to look at as we are going on with the, with the, with the, with the chapter uh, and the book of, of uh, Joshua. Remember also, as we said, that it's not just a story, but it's our story. It's our story. Um, last last uh, week, we, we finished chapter seven, which ended with, again, that, uh, that uh, when, when, uh, Joshua kind of realized that there is a problem after God told him that there is something wrong in you. And then they start calling in uh, tribe by tribe, family by family, uh, clan by clan, uh, till they came up to the uh, Achan, the son of Carmi, and then he was uh, punished. And then at the end of chapter seven, it says that, uh, and Joshua said, why did you bring trouble on us? Remember, Achan's name is the troubler, troubler, troublemaker. So here he's saying, Joshua's actually like, okay, not only that your name is this, but you also brought trouble on us. Why did you bring trouble on us? The Lord brings trouble new today, and all Israel stoned him with stones. They burned them with fire and stoned them with stones. And they raised over him a great heap of stones that remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his burning anger 
Therefore, to this day, the name of that place is called the Valley of Ekor or the Valley of Trouble, uh, Wadi Akhur, uh, which is we talk about later on how God in, in Hosea talks about that uh, God is turning the Valley of Ekor into the Valley of Blessings and Valley of Joy. So that was the end of, of chapter seven. Yes, David. Right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Right, right, right. And we, we've seen that again, the two sets of heaps of stones after crossing the Jordan, right? So there was one of them, which is, memorial for everybody and then there's the one that Joshua kind of left in the in the in the bed of the of the river itself covered right so it's it's interesting really when you look at the text and see okay what kind of heap of stones are we having right a heap of stone for a memory for a sin and for punishment or heap of stone for glory and victory and and uh, rebirth and new birth so with that you see come to chapter eight and chapter eight is very very also amazing just gonna you know uh, 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 you can go through it uh, through the text and see exactly how god is dealing with his people again and how god not only with his people but how god is dealing with us with us because at the end of the day as we said before this is this is our story right so you see it ended chapter seven with what that god was what returned from his anger right turned from his burning anger even not just anger right that uh, that uh, 728 and they raised over him a great of stone then the lord turned from his burning anger not just anger burning anger right as that that kind of affirmation of, of how much sin was or had that impact on god that's in chapter 726 and then go going from this to chapter 8 i'm going to read several uh verses first before we get into it because the the text is very important and and uh, the the turning point of 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 the repentance or not the repentance of acknowledging the sin and removing the sin you see how much that actually turned everything in 180 degrees right which is again it's a very encouraging thing because for us again yes we can fall yes we can be, uh, be defeated and beaten in uh, I, but that is again not the end of it. Not the end of it. Once you come back again, once you confess, when you say, yes, there was a mistake, there was a problem, right? And you see how God turned from his burning anger, right? And as we were saying in Hosea again, that burning anger is not just punishment, but anger for it's a constructive anger, as the anger of the father that wants his son and his child to become to come back again. So not anger just because you broke the law and you have to be punished, but no anger because I love you and I want you to come back again and I want you not to be defeated more time as you'll see this. So 8.1, I'll read several verses. And the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear and do not be dismayed. Take all the fighting men with you and arise, go up to Ai. See, I have given into your hand the king of Ai and his people, his city and his land. Again, right away, you see the change in the tone, right? As if nothing had happened, as if nothing, right? Before, like, why are you on your ground? You, there is, a, there is, there is, there is a, a, a curse among you and there is a mistake and do this and do that. And here, like a new, new start, fresh start, it's amazing, fresh start. 
And the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear and do not be dismayed. Take all the fighting men with you and arise, go up to Ai. See, I have given into your hand the king of Ai and his people, his city and his land. And you shall do to Ai and its king as he did to Jericho and its king. All, only its spoil and its livestock you shall take as plunder for yourselves, lay and ambush against the city behind it. So Joshua and all the fighting men arose to go up to Ai, and Joshua chose 30,000 mighty men of valor and sent them by night. Remember, before he sent how many? 3,000. <laughs> like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I, I got the lesson, right? He's sending 30,000 mighty men. And he commanded them, behold, you shall lie in ambush against the city behind it. Do not go very far from the city, but all of you remain ready. And I and all the people who are with me will approach the city. And when they come out against us, just as before, we shall flee before them. And they will come out after us until we have drawn them away from the city. For they will say they are fleeing from us just as before. So we will flee before them. Then you shall rise up from the ambush and seize the city. For the Lord your God will give it into your hand. Remember again, your hand, right? in your hand and as soon as you have taken the city you shall set the city on fire you shall do according to the word of the lord see i have commanded you so joshua sent them out and they went to the place of ambush and lay between bethel and i to the west of i but joshua spent that night among the people joshua arose early in the morning and mustered the people and went up he and the elders of israel before the people of i and all the fighting men who were, in, who were with him went up and drew near before the city and encamped on the north side of Ai with a raven between them and Ai. He took about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. So they stationed the forces, the main encampment that was north of the city and its rear guard west of the city. But Joshua spent that night in the valley. And let's just stop at this point. Here, what's happening here? What's happening in the text itself? You see a few things. Start with what, first of all, before the plan, before the plan, one and two is very important. Verse one and two, not to be afraid, right? Not to be afraid and not to be dismayed, right? But even before that, the way chapter eight starts, starts with something that's very, very important. Starts with what? The first word, the Lord said, the Lord said in, in, in the, the original, Wayomer Yahweh El Yahusha, Wayomer, Yomer Yamur, Yakul, Kal, so it's in Arabic, Fakal Rabb Yeshua. Why is that important? Wayomer. And the Lord said to Joshua, why is that important? The way the way it starts with that verb. Why do you think it's important? Yomer again is, is Amar, which is to speak, to say, to, 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 to say something in a loud voice. Why is that important? Reassurance, one thing. Okay, God has taken the lead for the people. Okay, yes. Commanding in a way of giving direction, giving direction, right? Right, like 
Right. 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 Why is that? Because where is Joshua coming from now? He's coming from from a defeat. Taken. Go ahead, Doreen. What, what are you saying? Oh, nothing. I didn't say anything. He's coming from a defeat. He's coming from confusion. He's coming from he tried to do things his own way. Right? But what happened? There was repentance, there was removal of sin, there is coming back. And now how to move on after this is according to God's instructions. For us, what does that mean? Where does God speak to us? Through the scriptures, right? So when we are confused, when we are falling and we don't know how to come up again, when we try to, to, to figure out things and see exactly, okay, so which way should we go? Then it's, it's amazing because at that time, yes, God was speaking to Joshua, but now he speaks to us through what, as St. Paul says in Hebrew, speaks to his people through his prophets, through the word of the word, right? So it's very important, the, the, the beginning of the chapter is very important, right? That he was willing now and, and ready to listen to God's instructions. Remember when he moved on his own, right? That wasn't God's command. Right when he he he, he thought that okay only three thousand people are needed, that wasn't God's command, right? He was just moving on his own, but as part of God's restoration for him, before even the encouragement, there was the word of God, there was the the, the voice of God, right? And I think it's very very important for us when we when we are in that position and knowing how much the word of God is really is a word of, of instructions before it is a word of encouragement. Right? It's a word of instruction before it is a word of encouragement. Right? Because many times we're, we're looking for the word of what? Of encouragement. But we forget that it's also hmm? yes. Yes. Encouragement for whatever. I just want the word of encouragement that I know you're there and I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Right, but before the encouragement, there has to be the instruction, and I have to be willing and able to listen and to hear the word of the instruction before even the word of encouragement itself. Yes. Yes. As his father, as his father, as his commander. Remember when he saw the angel of the Lord and said, you, he asked him, are you for us or for the enemy? He said, you know what, don't worry, just go on. Do not be dismayed, do not be afraid, right? But he had to have that instruction, right? So I think in our, in our struggle, lots of times we jump into trying to find encouragement, but we ignore the instructions. We don't want to hear the instructions, right? And it's, it's, it's a problem when you don't want to hear this. That's exactly what happened with Achan, by the way, because as we will see in, in, in just the next verse here. What else from this? Just then the Lord said to, to, to Joshua, the Lord said to him. He was willing to hear, right? Because the word can speak, but Joshua might like, okay, well, maybe I did it wrong the first time. Let me try something else. Right? Or, no, no, I, I, I got this, don't worry. Right? Like, well, you just made a big mess. Right? 
And here I am, I'm just gonna start to give you instruction. Like, no, I, I know how to do this. I know how to do this, right? And, and, and that becomes a big problem with us also when we resist the word of God because we think we know what's good and what's bad, what's right and what's wrong. We know it. So don't tell me, I don't want your instruction. Right? That's why, and the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear, but the sad first is very important. That there is some kind of communication. There is, there is willingness to listen and to hear and to, and to submit, to submit to that word, right? Yes, David. Mm. Mm. No. Yeah. Yes, it was right. It was simple way of communication, right? Yes, yes, yes. And I think another point, point, David, is again our falls makes us more vulnerable and what make us more we should make us more more sensitive to hear the word of god because it could do the other way around right could build resentment like because of my past experience because i've done this and done that because you know where were you god you no know, yes i did it on my own on my own but you you should have been there helping me you said from the beginning i'm gonna be with you and i'm help i'm gonna help you don't be afraid so why didn't you fix my problem right and a lot of times we think this way, like, where are you, God? Yes, you know, I made a mistake, but why didn't you stop me from doing this, right? right? Because no, you have your, your choice. You're, you're making a choice. So our past mistakes should make us more sensitive to listen more careful, but sometimes it makes us more resentment, right? Again, why is that? Why? What, what's the what's the the, the 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 thin line between being resentment to the voice of God and being more sensitive to the voice of God? What do you think? What makes us more inclined towards actually? No, I'm now I'm going to pay more attention. I don't want to mess up again. Versus, no, you know what? I'm just done with you. I'm going to do whatever I can and just you know I'm responsible for my actions. Prayer is one thing. Albert. Okay, yes. Yes. Right. Yes. If you are already living, that's why we say before, like if we are, it's not something that's away from the actual life itself, but I have that relationship with him already, right? Again, back again to the child and the father, there is a relationship. So even if the father let me do my own things and mess up, I don't still doubt his love, right? And no, I'll come back again to him. Please let me tell me what to do this time. I don't want to mess up again, right? So the basics understanding of the love and the trust and, and the responsibility makes me come back again and say, you know what? Please help me this time, right? But if that trust is, is broken, then okay, like I'm not going to ask you anymore because you let me even mess up the last time. You weren't there for me and I don't even trust you anymore. So I'm gonna just let me do my things. Yes, David. Mm. You have to take responsibility. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 
Right. He just. Right. Right. He's 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 thinking. He can distinguish the words. Yes. 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 No, but that's right. But that that comes as we were talking last time. That that's it's like part of the package of being again prideful. Like okay, I know what I'm doing and I know what things are. So you know what? I will not wait. I not wait to hear the instructions. Right? How can I hear the instructions again? Being in prayer, being in life of repentance, being in continuous connection, and as we say, being in tune with the Holy Spirit. So then we can actually decipher whether this is something that is from God or not. And that's why, again, the great Antonius says that the greatest virtue is what? To what? To have the spirit of discernment, exactly. The spirit of discernment. To discern, right? And that spirit of discernment is actually from the Holy Spirit. So this just doesn't come like this. So here, this is all again that the Lord said, and the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear, do not be dismayed. So there was the instruction, and then there was the encouragement. Now, do not fear and not be dismayed. Dismayed is actually interesting. It's like, do not be crushed. <laughs> right? The word itself, dismayed is uh, in, in Hebrew, hatat, which is hatat. <laughs> so, so from it, the Arabic. So it's, it's, it's like you're, you're, you're crushed, you're breaking pieces, broken. So do not be broken. Right? It's interesting where the, 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 the Egyptian dialect comes from the Hebrew, hatat, to be broken in pieces. That's dismay. Dismay doesn't have that meaning at all. Like, what is dismay? Like, it's totally very weak, very weak, right? Yes, just shaking. But still, it's not the same as you are broken in pieces. <laughs> All right. Yes, breaking pieces, broken. Uh, yes. So, so the idea itself, God is saying, okay, do not let your past and your uh, mistake make you what breaks you. Right. It's, it's it's very strong this way. Do not let your past. Do not let the mistake. Not that. Do not let the defeat that you just went through breaks you. Right. Why? Because as you'll see, I have given you again. It says again, within the verb in the past, uh, I have given into your hand not only the city, the king, the people, the city, and the land. Totality. Totality. Right? So something is very, very interesting also. How, how, how can we allow our mistakes and our faults and our weaknesses to break us? Or on the other hand, God said, no, that's fine. Just get up again. Do not be broken into pieces. <laughs> Right? Do not be shattered. Do not be shattered. I was reading something that's very, uh, very uh, beautiful actually on 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 the fact of uh, of coming up again. It's actually from I think it's from like one of the of the of the politician. Oh, Ford, Henry Ford. Uh, he says uh, an opportunity to begin again. Um, he defines Ford defines mistakes as an opportunity to begin again more intel intelligently. An opportunity to begin again more intelligently. <laughs> like think more, right? Like think why what happened when you fell and be more intelligent about it. Right? Be smart. So it is a it's an opportunity to begin again more intelligently. This is this is yeah, something that's very, very interesting, right? And I think we need to to, to if we look at our 
life and our struggle in everything. Because again, as I always say, there is no, we cannot separate between our spiritual life and our practical life. But it's all one thing. It's all one thing. But an opportunity to learn more intelligently. <laughs> Be smart. Think exactly, okay, why and what happened and think about it. Because of that, you know, again, the, 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 the text here is very, very uh, straightforward. And the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear and do not be dismayed. Take all the fighting men with you and arise, go up to us. So here God, the Lord was very clear. Go take what? All of them. Don't make, again, be small. Don't make that mistake again, right? Before you went on your own and said, it's a very small city. I can just take, every, you know, 3,000 people. Here, it was very, very straightforward, right? Do take all the fighting men with you. And arise, go up to I. See, I have given into your hand the king of I and his people, the city and his land. The totality of the victory. Again, right? That's what we, again, that's why we say, compare Joshua to Ephesians. Ephesians would say, blessed you with all the heavenly blessings, right? All the heavenly blessings. He's, here is the totality. And as you see, if they did not, if they didn't take and, 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 and claim all that totality, they don't have what full victory. They had, as you will see, they had to go back and burn everything, right? Go back and take everything. Well, they flee the land already. It's ours. That, no, that's not the total victory. That's not the total victory. But then verse two is kind of actually, as I was reading through it and listening to, to some uh, 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 thoughts about it, um, it's, it's very interesting because in, in, in verse two, the Lord is telling Joshua and the people what you shall do to I and its king as you did to Jericho and its king. Only its spoil and its livestock you shall take as plunder for yourself, lay an ambush against the city behind. So here is, is telling, telling him and them two things. Number one is what? You shall do to I and its king as you did to Jericho and its king. What did they do to Jericho? They destroyed the city, okay? And killed everybody. Yes, destroyed and killed everyone. Yes, destroyed and killed everybody. But then here is the something extra, because then, as we said, Jericho is the first fight, the first city, so everything should go to, to God. Here is what, what is he telling him? Keep for yourself, keep for yourself. Look at this. And look at the sin of Achan, the son of Kahn. Right? What did Achan do? He took his point for himself. If he could have waited <laughs> two days or whatever those is, the Lord would have given him everything. And it's a huge lesson for all of us if we can only wait and not take things with our own hands. Right? He did the same thing. Just a few days while God will tell him exactly what he have done as a mistake and as a sin and in, in the, the, the in secret and went and hid the thing. It's right there. <laughs> like, if we only can wait, if we can only wait, God will give us everything. It's very amazing, very amazing. Like, exactly see how the irony of, of, of the, 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 mind of man and the desire of man and the impatience of man right 
that okay no i i don't trust this guy i don't know what's going to tell me he's not paying attention to me you know my needs right now my thoughts right now my lust right now i'm going to have to take it on my own and all the things we spent like a full chapter right about the sin of Achan, the son of Kermit. while well, he could have just waited it's right there take everything for yourself it's all yours <laughs> Yes, I'll do. Yes. Right. You don't wait for God to give it to you, right? And you can apply this on, on, on several aspects of our lives, right? When we try to take things on our own and we don't wait for God to give it to us, right? Especially when there is a commandment, like just wait, right? Like what? If you can, if you can, you know, bring up some examples because this this concept is very very important, right? It's not just like like again just the history, but no, it's it's very important concept that God is actually giving them, okay, take everything for yourself. While that's exactly, that is the problem because he did not wait to take everything till God tells him. At that time, it was what? It was a curse, remember? It's haram. Haram, as we said. It was, it was the Lord. Don't take it now. Like what? Examples. Yes. There is no patience. No. Right. Yes. Yes. Definitely. We're, that culture is pushing us to get everything right on the spot, right? Right. That becomes another issue because if you want to get something while it's not the right time and you start to try to find the way to get it through lying, through cheating, through being unfaithful, through everything else, because I want it, right? Yes. Abuna, uh, it is inception of from the evil. Uh, in, in Proverbs, it's, called, it's written that the stolen waters are sweet and mm -hmm. the bread which is eaten in secret is delicious. Mm. And so this is a deception. Yes. The deception that this is exactly the best thing for you right now. And if you wait, it will be taken away from you. You'll miss the opportunity, right? Yes. Again, remember, because sometimes like, how can I know of this? Again, the idea that 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 when you, when, when, when uh, Aiken did that, he was totally out of the uh, 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 spectrum of have the relationship with God, right? So, because if he would have been in that relationship and clear, he would have had that that mind to tell him, "Wait, wait." But as as the Samir said, as the proverb said, that you know that 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 hidden thing is always what always sweet, always needed, always more uh, uh, interesting than any than than other things. Than other things. Yes, Albert. Yes. Yes. 
Right. Yeah, so when you start to take something out of your own without patience and without being waiting for God, it ends up what even worse, right? right. We, were, we were reading this uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Hosea when we said that uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the, the result of the, of, the, of the punishment is even, or the result of the mistake is even worse than the mistake itself, right? The, the, uh, there's a question, when do we speak up and when do we wait on God to act? I think, again, as I'm saying, it, it is all within the realm of the relationship itself. When I am, you know, the main purpose is, is that thing will, will help, will strengthen the relationship, will strengthen the relationship between me and God, between me and the people. When things will not impact even the other people, like Achan, the son of Karmi, his his mistake impacted the whole the whole nation, right? So when when thing when things when I am in the right in the realm of that relationship itself, I will be able to know when to really say, okay, this is this is something that I can wait for, or something that I have to actually uh, move on and ask, right? But the idea, not only again, not only to to take something that like materialistic, but even if it's if it's uh, if it's something for myself, whatever that is, right? Uh, gratification, as you're saying, or uh, 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 justice. Justice is a big thing, right? You know, when can I wait for God's vengeance and God's to in interact, and when can I ask for my own justice? It's a very very kind of could be very gray area, right? Right? Yes, Albi. Till, till how long how long oh lord right yes but then it's no it's my time it's not my time. i think the, the 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 key here especially with the with the justice thing is uh, is is the idea again whether this will what i'm doing this i'm asking for justice for my own gratification for my own uh uh, uh, uh pride or uh i can really trust that god will intervene right by by perceive by 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 going after that justice, am I hurting somebody else or not? Right? Or am I giving the image of Christ or not? Right? It's interesting. I was just reading this, like in the in the uh, in in Corinth, Corinthian, First Corinthian, when when Saint Paul is talking, the, the, the people of Corinth were what were suing each other every day, right? And he said, like, how could you be as Christian, as faithful? You're taking your brother to the court, right? I said, no, don't do that. Let God be the one. So don't take your, your case to the court. It's in 1 Corinthians 6 or 7, I think, right? That's, that's a very interesting concept. Why? Because, again, the, the idea of, of you're breaking the body of Christ, you're breaking the relationship. Right? You're asking for your own justice and you're taking your brother who you probably is, you're right in that. But by just doing this, you're not helping the whole system. Right? And that's where, again, the discernment comes. And that's where, again, the, the Holy Spirit comes as far as, okay, like, what should I do? Right? 
But here it's very important because that that's actually saying, you know, the idea of again, like wait till God is giving you what you want. Yes, go ahead. Yes, I'll do. Okay. Yes, that's a different context. So, so that's a good question. I'll be asking what does it mean uh, when the Lord said that the kingdom of God will be taken by force? Taken by force means that you have to actually be ready and you have to fight for it, right? You can't just be uh, lazy or not doing anything and just, okay, you know, yes, no, you have to actually work for it. You have to fight for it. Fight yourself, fight your enemy, fight your, your, your desires, fight your lust in order to, to be able to, to capture it, right? Right, right. Remember here when we said before, remember I represents what? The flesh, remember that? So the same thing also here, when, when, when God is saying now at this time, you know what, you are not able to, to fight that fight unless you gather all the men, all the armor that you can bring, all the resources that you can have in order to fight the flesh. You can't just fight the flesh with what? With a partial armor. When you look at the armor of God and you see the, 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 the helmet and the sword and the, and the shield, you can't just pick and choose. The, that's the armor of God. Have you seen the, like, like an actual picture of the armor of God? It's like the picture of the Roman soldier with all the full armor, right? If any part of this is missing, he's not ready to fight. Exactly. Exactly. This is the icon of St. George, right? Full armor. Full armor. Our problem is we don't want the full armor. Why? Because some of that full armor could be heavy, right? I don't want to walk around with a whatever sword or whatever helmet, or maybe it's not up to the the, the fashion and to like, right? So I pick and choose. I pick and choose, and that's why it's, it's it doesn't. We don't have the full victory. The armor of God is not to pick and choose from. It's the whole armor. The whole armor. Either you're fully in or put it out. But if I go in with something missing, what does it help if I have the helmet and I have the sword and I have the spear, but my chest is exposed? I don't have the shield, right? It's not gonna help. It's not gonna help. So when, when we look at the text here again and see that God from the beginning said, take the full, all the fighting men, take all the armor. Right? This is number one. Number two is be patient. Especially, again, for the things that are more, not materialistic, but the more uh, 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 for, for me, I don't know what to say it, but like if I'm asking again, asking for justice, asking for fairness, asking for, uh, you know, somebody, uh, 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 um, uh, you know, uh, took some kind of, 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 of honor or from whatever from me, right? And no, I have to deal with it the way I should and the way I think it's right. Just wait. Just wait. God will give you everything in due time. Yes, David. Seven years. Yes, exactly. Patient. Yes. As you pray in the doxology, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Why? Because he had that full armor. And that's why the victory was fully also. Till now. 
after all those years. And that's what exactly said, I've given into your land the king and the people and the city and the land. So you shall do to I and its king as you did to Jericho and its king, only its spoil and livestock you shall take as plunder for yourself, lay an ambush against the city line. So just wait, I will give you everything. Everything is gonna be yours, but it's according to my time. And then you start to give them what after this, the strategy, the instruction, the strategy of the war itself, right? What did he do? Basically what he did is said he asked them to have, actually what they did is to ambush, right? So Joshua took some people and went in a plain area in front of the enemy so they can see them, right? And then you have 30,000 people hiding and there's another 5,000 people hiding in another place. Where? Between I and between Bethel. Why? Because in case there is support coming, there is reinforcement uh, coming from Bethel, to help I, then they will cut it. Or if people want to fly or to flee from from I to Bethel, they are hiding in the in the in the in the bushes between I and Bethel to cut that way. Right. So what happened here? People, the enemy saw Joshua and the people, and as it says, they saw as before. Right? So they thought that they are only few people and we can just come out and, 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 and kill them. So once Joshua and the people with him start to run, all the enemy army went after them. Right Now they left the city open. So the, the 30,000 came and without anything, just walked into the city, started burning things down and, 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 and it's, it's theirs. The interesting part of here is something that's very, very interesting in the text itself, in that whole, in that whole uh, strategy. What is it? What do you think? What do you think of that strategy, first of all? Clever, very clever. <laughs> yes. Number one. What else? It's very brave also, because yes, they are going to drag and to draw the enemy out of the city, but some of them could, could get killed, right? So that's, again, they are offering themselves for the sake of the, of the whole victory, right? Because they will be in the front line. They will be the people who are, the army is running after them. Okay, what else? It's deceitful, yes. It's deceitful, yes. It's very clever in a way that uh, that trickery, yes, yes, yeah, yes. They have to do things different. Yes. You can't choose the same strategy in all the battles, yeah. right? And that's a very, very important spiritual skill. You cannot use the same strategy in all the things. You cannot expect this. Why? Because the, the enemy strategy against us is not the same, right? He's not always going to come and tell you, go hate your brother. No. One time he'll do this, one time he'll do something else, another time we'll do something else. 
That's why in verse five here says, and I and all the people who are with me will approach the city. And when they come out against us, just as before, we shall flee before them, right? And this is verse five. Verse four before that says what? Something that's very interesting when you look at, look at the end of verse four. And, be, and he commanded them, behold, you shall lie in ambush against the city behind it. Do not go very far from the city, but all of you remain ready. All of you remain ready. Again, you're just not hiding in an ambush behind the city and just kind of relaxing. You're not going to sleep there, right? You're not just going to set your tent and just wait to and drink some uh, tea and some coffee and just wait till something happens. No, you are in an ambush. You are ready. Stay what? Stay ready. Stay ready. Why? Because once that will happen, you have to seize that moment. And I think it's a very, very important skill in our spiritual uh, warfare. Be ready. Be ready all the time. And when you have a, 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 a room and a place and an opportunity to, to take something, take it. Right? When there's time to pray and that prayer will really strengthen me, take it. Don't waste it. Right? When it's time to, 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 to use the time wisely. Right? Probably said this, uh, this story before. Just remember it now when I was in... Uh, visiting my uncle Abu Nafshoi in Australia a few years ago. And uh, they had a big celebration and for the church, I think for his, uh, for his anniversary ordination, 40th or something like that. And he didn't want to go. He's like, like oh, this is all too much and too. So he went in and he was kind of like, I was holding his hand and walking. And then uh, he goes, what is this celebration? <laughs> okay. And then he sat and I sat next to him and he, I can see that he is, he's not, he not, not in peace. Like, you know, too much and people and talking and people coming in and out and then and then I was bored so I got my phone and started to go through the pictures you know just doing anything right and they looked at me like, what are you doing I said I'm looking at some pictures and I you know silly me I'm trying to say okay this is my daughter and this is Sharpin and this mean and this mean and this mean and then he looked at me and said is there a bible in the phone I said yes <laughs> Here in the midst of like probably at least two, three hundred, and the, the, the whole ballroom is is crazy, very loud. It's very loud, right? And again, I'm killing the time. I just got my phone, as we always do, whether you go on Facebook or whether you go and just browse through the pictures or whatever. And he stopped me, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought he's like he's interested, so you know what? I'm looking at some pictures, and he's my family, and he's this and this and that. It's one of that. He goes, he doesn't have, he, till now, he doesn't have cell phone at all. So he goes, uh, <laughs> is there a Bible in that little thing that's rolling? He said, yes. Said, okay, open First Peter. He said, okay. And we opened First Peter and talked and talked and talked while, while the whole people are just like doing everything else. And that was, I will never forget this. I will never forget this. A moment that he is ready to seize the moment and cannot waste that moment by just doing anything else that is useless. He's ready. He's ready. He has the full armor. And it really struck me, like, why did he think this way? I didn't think that way. Right? Why till now, when I have some time, I'll just go on Facebook versus going into a verse and just contemplating about it.
But when you read that text of, of, of Joshua telling the people, go and be ready, it, it reflects really exactly on our lives, right? He commanded them, behold, you shall lie in an ambush against the city behind it. Do not go very far from the city. Be careful. Your position here is to fight. Although you're not on the front line, but you are here for a bigger task. Do not go far. Do not just say, okay, they are fighting. We're just here. Maybe I'll go check on my family and come back, right? No, do not go very far. The text is very, very interesting. You shall lie in ambush against the city behind it. Do not go very far from the city. Stay, be careful. But all of you remain ready. And take an effort to do that, right? Again, be ready in a war that's not comfortable, right? To go and, and, and pull a verse while there's nothing else to do versus going and seeing what people are doing on Facebook or Instagram or whatever is not comfortable. But again, if we want the victory, that's the way we have to do it. And it's a reminder, it's, you know, maybe I'm not used to that, you know, again, I'm reminding myself because again, I fall back again to the same thing, you know, but it's a good reminder for all of us. If there is time that is, I can seize the moment, right? What else? What is the first thing that I'll go to? The word of God, even just contemplating about the nature, even just saying a prayer, or I'll go and waste my time in something that is very useless and it adds more bitterness and adds more defeat, right? I mean, like, again, I'm the first one. How often after going into whatever social media, you feel peaceful, <laughs> right? Never, never. Well, so-and-so is doing this and so-and-so is having a good time in Europe and so-and-so is uh, having a you know party all over the place. And I'm, pure me, I'm stuck here, not doing anything. It's amazing when you read this verse, it's really, really, really struck me. Right? You are here in ambush. You're not here to, to, to enjoy or entertain. So Abura, that doesn't mean that we can have fun. Have all the fun, right? Have all the fun, but keep the mind with Jesus. That's what St. Paul says, right? If any entertainment, it's in Christ, right? If any talk in Christ, if any singing in Christ, if anything you do in Christ. So we're not saying that, okay, we should, you know, be those uh, extremist people and we don't do anything. No, 100% not. But keep the mind connected. Why? Because you are in a war. A discernment again. Yes, exactly. Right. And you can see again, when is this going downhill? It's like, oh, that's enough, <laughs> right? That's not helping me now. That's not helping me. I should, I should stop there, right? And that's where, you know, I was talking to somebody a few years ago was in Egypt and we met, met with one of like a good big uh, author and philosophical, you know, Christian person. We we're talking about things and I said something about that the enemy always uh, attack us through our uh, weak points, right? Our weak, he said, 
No, to your strong points, not the weak points, because your strong point is your weak point. And if you think of it, that's true. If I'm so strong in my personality, right? Actually, it's my weakness, not my strength. Because that pride is going to be what? My, my fault, right? It's amazing in the scripture, in that particular uh, 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 strategy, you know, what, what they did, they ran away, right? And they ran away from with, with in the beginning, the, the people of Israel, right? Because they were little and they were did not they were so prideful, but they ran away, right? And then God used them in another way, right? When they knew their weaknesses to come and bring things what the other way around. The other way around. Like Peter, right? Yes, and outspoken and running right away and the first to say and the first to reply. And he used this as what, remember, this is your strength, but actually this was going to be your weakness. That's where you're going to fall, right? Because when he was so strong and so outspoken and that's, that's when he denied, right? That's when the Lord tell him, stay away, Satan, <laughs> right? Because he was very outspoken and very strong in his faith. Like, there is no way you can be crucified. <laughs> like, that's not you, it's Satan that's talking. Right? So be careful, be careful. Our, our strength is actually our weaknesses, right? Again, somebody that's so good in writing or singing or socializing or whatever, that's where that strong point is going to be your weak point. Do not go far from the city, but all of you remain ready. All of you remain ready. Let's take this, let's take this. All of us remain ready, remain ready. Why? Because there is a victory there for you. All what you have to do is what to claim it again, right? I mean, the, again, this particular thing, they probably didn't, didn't fight also. They ran away, but then after they ran away from the enemy, when the ambush came, they turned around and start to run towards, right? So the enemy here is what? In between, in between the Joshua and the five and, and his people and between the 30,000, between actually the 5,000, right? So there is no way to go. Yes. Yes. Yes, draw the way the, the people and the army and everything out of the city after the Israelites because they thought that they would be defeated like before because that's what it says exactly, right? As before in verse in verse six, right? So, so in, in verse six, it says, and they will come out after us until we have drawn them away from the city for they will see they are fleeing from us just as before. So we will flee before them. Confession, 
Yes, you cannot, you cannot defeat the strong unless you have the strongest, right? And the strongest will come and bind, and then you'll be able to come. Yes, yes, right. It's, it's again, the idea and, 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 and keep in mind the idea that it's continuous battle. It makes things actually different, right? The idea of always, as we said, always, the one thing that's always repeated in the liturgy is what? Proschomain is what, which means what? Be attentive, pay attention, right? Let us attend. Let us attend is be attentive. That's that's the 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 the, the reply that the deacon always say throughout the liturgy. Why? Because you need to be attentive. You need to be ready. You need to be ready. Ready before listening to the word. Be ready before starting the scripture, the the, the liturgy. Writing before the communion at the end. You see, this particular uh, reply is 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 repeated during this time. In the wisdom of God, let us attend to the scripture, right before the the the, the creed and before liturgy. Here, listen to the Holy Gospel in wisdom, let us attend, right? Before the communion at the end, the same thing, let us attend. Be ready, be ready. So the church is putting that mindset and repeating that mindset and, and reminding that mindset of, again, that we are in, in an ambush. <laughs> do not go far from the city and do not, and be always ready. There are lots of things to, to talk about in that in that strategy. We'll talk about a couple of things more next time. Uh, and to, to finish chapter eight, we're not gonna take it you know verse by verse, but just kind of the, the totality of the of the of the scripture of the chapter itself. Uh, read it more because you know the whole thing is very, very interesting. Again, chapter eight is uh, 30, uh, what 35 verses? Yes. Uh, but it goes into 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 depth into details about the, what happened exactly. Uh, so we'll 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 cover more of it next time, uh, and then we'll move on uh, to to the next chapter. Any questions or uh, comments at all? Okay. Let's pray, and then we can conclude in the name of the father and son of the holy spirit one god the name of the lord we thank you lord, for this time thank you for your word lord life and spirit thank you lord for uh getting our attention lord and asking us to always be ready lord be ready seize the moment lord every moment lord that we've, we have you've given us in order to connect with you in order to uh to put on the full armor of god lord, not just uh pick and choose from what you want but uh, give us that uh, that uh, willingness to to put on the full armor, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's heavy, even if it's, uh, it means that we, we need to uh, live a different life, Lord, but uh, it's the, the one thing that you gave us, Lord, in order to claim the victory that you have. Praying for uh, brothers and sisters, for those who are into us, those who have no one to remember them. Hear our prayer and supplication for prayers for all your saints, Lord, in your name, yes, with your Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy kingdom May the love of God, the Father, grace of His only begotten Son, the King of the Holy Spirit, with you go in peace, peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. Take care. Thank you. Good night. Good night.